0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd first like you to go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, the five-minute basketball coaching podcast, uh, Funnelled on Defense. Just finish this one first and then uh, pull the car over or stop your run and go over and check the other ones out. Download all of them. Um, but uh, And leave a five-star review. we love that. Uh, but we would like to give a shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um they, we own, I, I believe in this. I believe I don't have a lot of sponsors um, that I talk about, and Doctor Dish is one of them. I believe in this machine. It is great. It has helped our team. Um, you mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you four hundred dollars off. That's all. That that's probably the best compliment I can give. Is a lot of people approach me about uh, about being me talking about them and being sponsors on here. And Doctor Dish, I believe in them some, so much that um, that's why I do it. Also go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is what I would have wanted as a young 25 year old coach. Um, I would have wanted all of these resources and, uh, you know, maybe it would have helped me, uh, win a few more state titles. I don't know. Um, but from someone that's been a nationally ranked coach, um, and add nationally ranked teams and won that numerous state titles. Um, this thing is everything you need to take your team to the next level. Um, we offer a 14 day free trial because we believe in it so much. Go over and check it out and let's head off the podcast. All right. Uh, drill of the day. So what, so if you could pick one drill again, we can talk about the premise of drills and not drilling and practice. And I mean, it's like, anyway, it's, One of those discussions, shot clock, no shot clock discussions that we can all have till the cows come home, um, which is an expression I had to explain to my daughter the other day. But anyway, (laughs) uh, uh, and she should know we live in Wisconsin anyway. uh, Um, no, so drilling, not drilling, how practices are built is, you know, literally a three day podcast probably. But, um, so if you could pick one thing to do a practice, I probably should rename it. If I could pick one thing to do a practice, what would you do and why?
2: Yeah, I think that's great, and I think that's a great way to think about it. And is how, how I thought about it is if if I was allotted, you know, if I could only do one thing all season, what would I choose to do that would maximize our the potential of my team? And for me, it's a drill called Pinewood four v four. You can scale it to do three uh, v three, which is what we have, often have to do because if you're going to do four v four, you have to have sixteen players. Um, two teams of eight. And it's a great job. I actually saw it first from um, on a YouTube, on Mike Zielman's YouTube channel. He's Coach Z Hoops on Twitter and he's a great follow, um, incredible coach based out of he North is. Carolina. There's yeah. a,
1: there's a, there's a hand, I mean, it's crazy. Like you just kind of know the guys, like yeah, the absolutely. gals. and Yeah.
2: Yep. And uh, I, I first. Found him when I coached up in North Carolina and then um, have kind of followed him ever since. But it's actually a Doc Shepler drill from, you know, high school girls coach out in California, who's kind of a renowned shooting coach in particular. But uh, and he coaches at Pinewood High School, which is where the name comes from. But it's basically a continuous transition drill. Uh, and you know, I think that like cutthroat is a, is a common drill. A lot of people do cutthroat 4v4v4, something like that. And it basically, what I, the way I describe this drill to coaches is that it's that it's cutthroat, but better, uh, okay. because it actually simulates a transition, uh, for both the offense and the defense, you know, usually in cutthroat, the defense is stationary, right? So right. in Pinewood, it's not. So the way that it works basically is, um, I'll just describe it 3v3 cause it's a little simpler, but okay. you, you can. Same idea pro- applies for before, but uh, basically you have uh, two teams, six on each baseline and three of the six are on offense and defense to start. Okay. And then basically you go from there when the defense, so you start a possession Yeah. offense versus defense. Let's say, let's say, three. let's
1: say the blue team versus the gold team. So yeah. blues versus okay. gold. Harvard. Okay. Harvard.
2: So blue I don't know why gold, I picked so my,
1: I picked my rivals colors are yeah. not sure why I did that. <laughs> But it's okay. We, we love yes, that's go all right.
2: right. That's all right. So uh, blue versus gold, 3v3. So blue, let's say they start on offense, they go against gold. And whenever gold gets the rebound or blue scores, they rebound it or take it out to three gold that are waiting on the baseline to go on offense against the three blue that were just on offense. So now okay. it's gold versus blue going the other way, and then you repeat. So when that possession ends – you know when gold goes down and they either score or blue gets a stop, they immediately outlet it to the three blue that are waiting on the baseline, and so it's continuous transition like that. And you can play for a certain time or you could play to a score. This is my players' favorite drill; they love it. It's a great. Uh, it works as a great conditioner, and I think it's. I think it's basically the cutthroat drill, but kind of better. It is, and, it is. and I line. tell
1: people when they run when you run cutthroat. I always tell people to give points. Like we we play cutthroat. We play three versus three, or four. we actually will do like three versus three versus three versus three, in cutthroat, and they got to get themselves in and out. It's all baseline stuff, and we we will do cutthroat where we. Um, but I love the full court aspect of it. We'll do it where we we rebound pretty well, and we'll count offensive rebounds like it's two points. And you know, we'll emphasize sp- specific things. Have you yep. heard of these – Have you heard of this company that's got reversibles that can have you can have three different colors? Have you heard of this? No. One? No, I haven't. Yeah, I got a. They're in Iowa, and I and I call them when just when the thing started. It's called. I got to look it up. It's called Triversibles, or Tri, Basically, you can have three colors.
2: Wow. I said, "Oh That's my huge. god, this might
1: this might be life changing for me." I got, <laughs> but yeah, um, then you can flip over, and then with guys, you could have a skin. You could actually, even go yep. four, you know, um, right, right. but I love that. I love that drill. Anything competitive. As you were talking about that, it was interesting. i I've, I've never answered this question if I could only do one thing, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I could only do one thing with my guys, if I would even do a basketball thing.
2: Hmm.
1: You know what I mean? Um, and, I, and and literally That's never, I mean, I probably asked this question 30 times and it's the first time it's kind of popped in my head if I could only do one. I'm not sure it would be basketball. I mean, if I could only do one thing, I think I would want them to go to battle. I, I think I would do something, I don't know. I don't have an answer. That's interesting. Yeah. But I'm not sure there's one drill um, or one thing we could do in practice. But if there was, if there was one thing I could do in a classroom or one thing that would make better friends or one thing that would make them more cohesive, I think it would probably correlate to more wins, to be honest with you.
2: Absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, someone that's coached
1: I, a long time. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that's a good way to filter probably what you do in practice anyway, right? Like if right. there's probably only a list of maybe 10 to 12 drills that anybody could come up with where it's like, okay, we could do this all season and we would get better at it. Right. And maybe that's the list of drills that you should do. You know, maybe yes. you shouldn't do anything other than whatever that list you could come up with is. So I, I like that.
1: Yeah. And I've been narrowed. That, that's one thing I did do in the pandemic. I talked to a coach and I've, I've really kind of narrowed the things I want to do at practice. Yeah, like, I think that's huge. Um, I don't remember who I was talking to. I think it might have been even a G League coach about like time is such a precious thing at luckylandslots.com
2: available to players in the US excluding Washington and Michigan no purchase necessary VGW prohibited by law 18 plus terms and that
1: i am literally going to try to get them in and out as fast as i can and and not and not in the sense that i just want to get in and out i want to get in and out so it's like and then i can always stay and they can shoot and they can play and they we can play dodgeball and we can, but let's get our stuff done that we need to get done and then um i yeah. don't know I have a whole theory about their attention spans, but that's a different podcast. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, coach. So if you could pick a drill, like one drill to do a practice, what would it be and why? So
3: I'm big on like most of my drills are four and five minutes. Uh, if I have something that's six to eight minutes on my practice, it's, uh, it's either shooting uh, or it's, uh, it's live play. Um, right. So this is a little easy. Uh, I do, we do it either 90 seconds or two minutes on each side. It's called four-man gap passing. Um, you've got a guy a guy in each corner, and you've got two guards wide and high, basically up at your volleyball 10-foot corners, if that makes sense.
1: Yep. Oh, uh, trust I'm, me. I coach volleyball. I don't want a 10-foot line. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I
3: steal the volleyball lines all the time for my drills, um, yeah. especially in uh, in dribble drive motion and some of the stuff we do. That's the wide and high and uh, spacing that the guards need to have.
1: Yeah. So, so for, for people listening that are non volleyball coaches, usually in most gyms, especially high school gyms, there's a basketball court. And on top of that, there's a volleyball court. There's a net that goes up to play volleyball, which you've all probably played volleyball at a picnic or something. Mm-hmm. But on an actual volleyball court, there's another line, which is called the 10 foot line. It is 10 feet from the net, which is usually the center line for a basketball court, usually, I mean, when you're going that way. Um, so that 10 foot line is 10 feet from the center line toward the rim. So it's a really good indicator for basketball coaches. It's a, it, but it's called the 10 foot line. And next time you go into a court, look for it, you'll, you'll see it. And it's a good, it's a good thing for drills and spacing mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah.
3: So you've got uh, two wide and high guards at 10 at the, at the corners of the 10 foot lines. And you've got two forwards we call it we call them low and late they need to be low and late in those corners okay. and you put a basketball in the corner and the first guy uh, rips and goes middle touches the lane line and throws to the top guard on his side and all okay. these kids are working on is the catch the rip opposite and driving so the catch rip the ball opposite to the opposite hip so you're working on the, the drive
1: and kick on, on a little bit yeah the and
3: and, yeah. and it's it's uh, I, I tell kids all the time um, it's, it, it teaches not to go back where the ball has come from, because that's where, you know, there's now four guys in that space where the ball came from. If you're catching and making a quick decision, the read 95% of the time is to go opposite where the ball came from, not back to where the ball was passed to you.
1: So that's what we're teaching there is to okay, rip so, go so, away so, from traffic. On, lost a little bit. So the guy drives baseline, he gets to no, the no, he drives middle, drives middle, he drives middle toward the free throw line. Yes. And then he and stops. So stops, hits
3: the guy at the, at the top on his side. On the
1: that, 10-foot line there.
3: Yes. Now yeah. that guy's going to rip and go to the nail.
1: Oh, so he's going to keep going middle. Okay. Yeah. 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 So
3: everybody, So the, the, they go middle. He hits the nail. He stops. He throws to his opposite guard. Yeah. That guard's going to rip and go uh, now sideline. So everybody's going with their – I'm picturing everybody's going with their left hand. Yeah, that's what I was picturing too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Everybody's going with everybody's catching, ripping, going with their left hand. Okay. Now the last guy catches in the corner. He goes baseline, and then he throws opposite uh, baseline to baseline, and the drill restarts. Okay. And then what I actually uh, what we did this year uh, to work on stopping the ball, uh, we we don't we don't deny passing lanes. We we guard gaps uh, in our man to man. I just put, I, so I had, I told the kid, the offense, Hey, you're running gap passing. And then I put defenders out there and worked on stopping the ball with, with what we call body help. So this drill, it went, it started as an offensive drill just to teach how to play breakdown and how to not go back into the traffic where the ball was passed to you. Um, And then we actually made it into a defensive drill this year, running the offensive drill, putting a defense out there to stop the ball. I like that. I
1: like that. And the thing is, it's just because you're, you're doing this because of dribble drive. But that, I mean, I can see that in the read and react. I can even see that. I can see that just about every offense. Maybe not if you're running the swing. But there, there's a lot of offenses that that drive and that actual kick happens. Um, well, it,
3: it, it came, you know, I, I had a revelation. I listened to uh, Josh Pastner speak at a clinic. And, you know, where's he, he, where he now? He's is Georgia he's- Tech. He was at Memphis at the time. He was. Um, he was at Memphis when he said it, uh, but he said, he said 80% of our scoring plays are out of breakdown offense. They're not out of the thing that we draw on the board uh, in the locker room. They're not on, they're not on the grease board. Um, and I really, cause I was Princeton at the time and Princeton is, is rarely breakdown uh, depending on the personnel you have. And uh, that just really got me thinking. And so this, this gap passing drill, you're reinforcing sort of healthy behaviors in breakdown on offense
1: right right no i love that i love that um okay thank you coach i appreciate that that was great
0: sports social podcast network
1: step into the world of power loyalty